Hey, Corey here, letting you know that this episode of the Open Collar Podcast is sponsored by 80stees.com. What is 80stees.com, you ask? Well, they are an online clothing store that sells a wide range of items of nostalgic goodness. One of the first comics-related shirts that I ever bought myself was maybe 11 years ago, and it was my Fatang Spider-Man shirt. I still have it. It doesn't fit for obvious reasons. Weight, mostly, but nevertheless, I bought it from 80stees.com. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I'm not into the comics t-shirt scene, or I'm not from the 80s. Well, have no fear, because they have items from the 90s as well, movies and TV shows. Well, what's in it for you, the loyal listener? As a thank you for sitting through this ad, all our listeners will receive 30% off a purchase on 80stees.com. Just head on over to facebook.com slash opencolorpodcast and look for our post announcing our sponsorship with 80stees.com and fill out the form. Once that is done, the fine folks at 80stees.com will set you up with an account and the discount will be applied. That's it. Well, that's it for me, except to say thank you to 80stees.com for sponsoring this episode of the Open Collar Podcast. And now on with the show. Just the way it is. It is literally just the way it is. I wish you keep this going the whole time. <laughs> no, Wait, get hit by some copyright stuff. <laughs> On top of oh, Ryan's head as, as long as we give credit, it's not shutting off. <laughs> Come on. This is our life now. <laughs> That's just the way it is. <laughs> That's literally the way it is. Okay, it's gone. We are good. All right. He's Michelle. He's Ryan. I'm Corey. This is Open Collar. Welcome. Brought to you by the good folks at 80stees.com. And Bruce Hornsby. That's just the way it is. Uh, Okay. Question. Random question. Here we go. Is cereal soup? It is by definition soup, I think. Yeah. Here we go. Definition of soup. A liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables. Etc. in stock or water. So, by definition, it's not soup, but is it though? I say no. Because if it was, then you could have soup anytime. Exactly. Whereas. And you could also no, have cereal no, anytime. No, I mean, I guess you could have soup anytime anyway, but really, if you're, if you're looking for an anytime liquid and solid situation, cereal's the go to. Okay, it's, what it's not a soup. Are we just gonna say anything liquidy is soup? Anything no, liquidy? No, it's gotta a- be the combination of the liquid and the solid combination. What about tomato soup? There's no solid portion. Yeah, but it's like a mix of like solid and liquid still. Or if you have just a broth, is that considered soup then it just like what what about like cream of mushroom soup? Like that's not broth or water or anything like that. Like it's still like a creamy you yeah, know, but there's a substance. Where do we draw the line, V? Where does it end? I ended at cereal. <laughs> I, I think I, think I, I draw the line at cereal on this side, soup on the other side. <laughs> I, I, I think I think cereal <laughs> is the breakfast soup. And so you gotta, start, you gotta separate into this. soup in your breakfast soup. Then is a stew soup. Also, yes. If we're encompassing everything, it's gotta be it's gotta be the cereal and the I, stew. I, Think more of a soup than cereal is, because I think that cereal is not a soup. It's porridge soup, but stew is a soup. A breakfast type meal that can be had anytime. I don't know. I you know I don't. Why would you bring up a question that's going to divide us like this? <laughs> I'm I'm pro cereal. Yeah. Okay, well, then I can't wait this. to enjoy a nice bowl of cereal soup after this is over. Right? <laughs> nice soup, Rice Krispies. <laughs> Lucky Charm soup. <laughs> I also thought this was 
Now, this is not really a funny story, but it was more of funny to my mindset. Um, so we met at uh, Tanger for our business meeting with Lids uh, yes, last week. Right. Uh, so while I was waiting for you, uh, I decided to use the facilities. And as I was going in, out come to his custodial staff, both pushing carts. Um, and then, so I, you know, stepped out of the way. And then as I entered, there was a third cart there. So then I thought, was this like a fight to the death, like custodial fight club where only, you know, three men enter to, to leave? <laughs> There's no sign of a third individual, just an empty, abandoned cart. And if they, if the two of them took in three carts, why would they just leave one? Leave in there? Exactly. So it's like a ghost. Custodian. Did you, maybe they got maybe, murdered and maybe they the flushed them. Maybe the other staff member was the fish that died and they had to just flush him down the toilet. I mean, take him to fish land. <laughs> in circles back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. We're off to a bang up start. Obviously. Obviously. Um, so I didn't get to this last week because we were running long, though the live stream actually ran short with our technical difficulties. But um, we're, I think, about two weeks away from San Diego Comic Con, the be all end all for nerds. And so obviously with Disney now owned by Marvel, they no longer go to cons to do their presentation, do that stuff at D23. But Sony will have a res representation uh, and they're going to have uh, panels for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and Venom and possibly now look with the word that Jared Leto is Morbius, a Morbius panel possibly. Any interest in any of that? Uh, well, into the Spider-Verse for sure for me. Mm -hmm. Venom, yes, to a point, but not to the levels of other like <clears throat> Marvel movies that are coming out. Um, I think the only way Venom can get me on board now is to tell you that it is secretly connected to yeah, what's going exactly. on with Spider-Man. Yeah. But if not, like I don't care as much for it. Unless yeah. I, th I think what they might probably do is build their Spider-Man universe around Venom with no Spider-Man with well is that was he part of the sinister six like is that what they were trying to do or sinister six is like there's various revolving yeah like i think what they're planning on doing with like the homecoming run of movies is more geared towards the original incarnation of the six because like vulture was in it and scorpion stereo was in it and yeah scorpion rhino I think Rhino or um, Doc Ock. Yeah, I think Electro. And Electro, yeah, that would be. Yeah. That's a solid six. That's a good Sinister Six right there. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a Sinister. Yeah, that's sinister. a solid six. Yeah, solid that's six. But uh, the, uh, the Jared Leto thing, I don't know. I'm eh on him. I read a lot of Spider-Man comics and I watched a lot of the the 94 cartoon like we all did yes. um was, and more i like morbius in that itself but i don't like i never read enough of him to actually care that they're making a movie i think making movies solely built around villains is the wrong move yeah well that's that was what we talked about in one of our first episodes with when we talked about venom was yeah. like a venom movie without spider-man well think their whole universe they were going to do a venom movie now morbius they were planning on doing a Sinister Six movie. They're planning on doing a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. Like all, those are all villains. Yeah. So in turning villains into heroes for the purpose of making movies, I think stupid. Like it, just look at uh, Suicide Squad. God, that was so bad. That got so hyped too. Like they really. Uh, hyped well, Will the Thrill was in it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. And then, yeah, DC has two competing Joker movies. Right. Like That's... Uh, and which is hilarious, considering, like, if you read anything about Joker over the past, what, 70 years that he's been around, his origin has always been, like, opaque at best. Like, it's always been clouded in mystery as to who he is and where well, he's coming from. That was kind of the idea, right? Like, that's... Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. what they wanted. But now you're going to do two movies that are based solely around him. Of course, you're going to explore origins. Yeah, well, Marvel has to pump up their 60 movies a year. 
Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three. Can do Come more on. than three. Uh, and I also thought this was funny that word we're going around the trades was that there's going to be a surprise Comic Con appearance for the new Wonder Woman. The what is it called? Wonder Woman. They keep 19- hyping as WW84. Yeah. My couldn't stress is that every article titled surprise appearance, they're reporting on a surprise appearance. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a surprise anymore? Well, it's still, it's, we don't know what the appearance is going to be, right? That's a surprise, I guess. That's the surprise. The only surprise is if they can justify how Stephen Trevor's in it. Flashbacks? Time travel? No, he's in there Alternate now. Like, he's, the in, he's in 1984. So if he didn't die, or it's his grandkid, or Martian Manhunter just took his form? He'll figure it out. Yeah. I And we will eat it up, because it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay the first time, and then it was... Less and less. How, how bad that it was? Oh my god! How bad is that third act the second time? Yeah, so bad. It was yes. fine until she like got to got like off the I, island. So, hey, just like lost. <laughs> so when she's on, was it Theris- Thermoscaria or whatever? Amazon Town. Amazon, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the fish out of water played okay for a bit, and then yeah, he got tired really quickly. Yeah. Um. Now, one thing I wanted to bring up was: Did you see that uh, story going around about Serena Williams ranking for Wimbledon or the U.S. Open? Or... No, I have not. Is she not going to be number one? Well, that's what this whole thing is. It's oh, it's the U.S. Open. Sorry, U.S. Open is uh going to change their seating. Uh, process in the wake of her uh, pregnancy leave. Essentially, it's it, it reads like they're gonna hold her spot because she was gone for like a year. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I necessarily feel about that. I I don't think you can do that. <laughs> yeah, like that's. <laughs> I mean, she's clearly the best in the world. Yeah. Does but, that allow like, like special exceptions? Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be able to just you know just that's how how do you differentiate a pregnancy leave from like an yeah, injury? A medical leave. Something she like was that. yeah. She was uh, number one, and then she was off for thirteen months. Come back, and now she's four fifty four. And at the French Open, she didn't get like the preferred seed, and so she had to had a tougher tougher path to the final before bowing out from injury. Now so again, give her that, the seed because she had a baby. Yeah. Oh, just give her oh the yeah, trophy. that was that was yeah. that was my argument too. Like, if you were, let's, Are let's we say, see more tennis players getting pregnant in the wake of this decision, right? Like, like if you think about it, let's take Tiger Woods as an example here. Like, say if he gets pregnant, it's yeah. Um, like he had elective back surgery, right? So if he was number one at the time and decided, I like I need to get something done on my back, I'm deciding to have this surgery. Yeah. Does the PJ say, okay, take your time. You'll be number one when you come back. Yeah, your spot's still here. I don't yeah. I don't yeah. think it necessarily I, should work that way. And especially the way tennis rankings work, it's you know, like you can't you can't it's only, a grind. Yeah, and you can't only play in majors. Um, like if you there's four majors in the year, and if you play all of them and win all of them, you'll be number one for sure. But if just because you do well in those doesn't mean that you're going to be number one because there might be someone else that's playing in smaller tournaments and like racking up their points that way. And like, it's not really fair to them that just because you were number one at the time and then, you know, yeah, you had to leave for whatever reason it is, injury, pregnancy, you just wanted to take some time off, like whatever the case is, If you're not playing and you're not getting the points, then you shouldn't be like I, I think it punishes the person that didn't take the time off and grinded yeah. and stayed with it and got to the top just to be told, Hey, oh, yeah, you're so Serena, yeah, Serena, she had a thing, so I know you've been really working hard at this. But you're like you get two. it, right? Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on, Serena, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, it does open the door for for other excuses, right? It's exactly not that is an excuse, right? 
it's exactly what happened with the guy's side when, uh, you know, when Murray got injured, when Djokovic has been injured, um, Federer didn't play the entire clay season. He'll be back for Wimbledon. But, you know, just because of that, it doesn't mean that other people's rankings should either like kind of only be able to peak at two or three or four because, oh yeah, well, you know, these guys are obviously the top four in the, in the world. So, you know, everyone's competing for fifth. Like it right. really shouldn't work that way at all. And it didn't for the guys and shouldn't for the girls. And Russell, we're not comparing pregnancies to injuries though. But we should, maybe we, we should, well, like, we should. at least a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, you're right. Injuries aren't planned. And whereas, like, pregnancies generally are. But still, like, if you want to stay number one, if you want to retain that title, then, you know, you would probably push. If it, was, a, if it was that important to you, right? You would. Yeah, it's less, less, less comparison. It's more of a, an elective leave. For, well, yeah. think of how many people make sacrifices to follow their career and their, you know, their sport and not have kids and not do that stuff. And I think, I don't think you should necessarily be punished for having a baby, but I don't think other people should be punished for not having a baby and chasing their career and doing the right thing and sticking with it. See, I look at it this way. They're making a big deal about her, obviously, because she is the best, if not one of the best. Now, if she is indeed the best or one of the best, it it really shouldn't matter. She can get there on her own. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, like you were saying, she has a harder draw, but it really shouldn't matter. There's really yeah, well, look, even... the French Open. She was that four fifty four. She wasn't a ranked seed. She had a tougher draw, and she got pretty much to like the not the finals, but the round before, like the fourth round, and then, then bowed out. And she would have faced Sharapova, which she probably would have finished faced in the final anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, it's again, that, they they definitely set up their draws so that the you know. At least for the for the men's side, they try and face it. They try and draw it out so that by the time you get to the quarterfinals, you have Djokovic, Murray, Federer, and Nadal. And you know it it sucks if two of them are on the same draw along path. the path, yeah. so that yeah. one of them gets knocked out before then. But that's what happens if if one of them is not in the top four, then two of them are going to end up in the same sort of quadrant of. Uh, of the draw and like that's what happens it's that's that's sport that's part of it exactly sucks that the you know what potentially could have been a finals is now happening in a quarterfinals but i mean how many times is that yeah how many times does that happen in hockey baseball football like where two team two the two best teams we consider that almost the final yeah that's what they said right with uh, finals and then the the nba the Rockets and, and Warriors. That was the true exactly. final. Those top two teams, right? Exactly. So, like, just, you know, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, we're going to give you a pass to the finals. We know you didn't make it, or we know that you had a rough last couple months, but, you know, based on potential and based on previous... Based on ratings, based yeah. on whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I It's a no-go for me. It's a no for me, Doc. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Ryan? No. no. <laughs> Sorry, Serena. Maybe in California. <laughs> um, you guys been following the Tavares uh, sweepstakes? I heard a little bit about I'm it today. Pretty excited to see where he's going, minus the fact, like, unless he goes to Toronto. Well, they said this might be like the last time we have a free agent like this ever go to market because we they thought like the biggest thing was going to be when uh, Stamkos went, but he never did. Yeah. So I think before that, they're comparing it to, um. What's his face? Niedermeyer. Scott. Scott Niedermeyer's last. He went to market. I, I I never really thought Scott Niedermeyer was a big draw, but I feel like he was more. He was a like, um, not like a hometown hero, but you know, he was like the like Alfredson was just when when he left, it was Mm -hmm. it was a people just want like always saw him in Ottawa and. Mm didn't want to see him anywhere else. And I, oh, it's I like Borke when he went to Colorado. Exactly. And I, I assume it's the same with Niedermeyer. But we have uh, six teams, Tampa, Toronto, San Jose, Dallas, Boston, and the Islanders. Where do you think he ends up? Yeah. With everyone saying the top two are going to be either he goes to Toronto or he stays. I think he stays. 
You think it's a good I, move for him to stay? Like to to win no, a cup? Not even just to win a cup. Just think of the Islanders franchise as a whole, where it currently stands, where you think it could possibly go, and to sign long term to be there. Yeah, I think you need to move somewhere. If your options, okay, just look at these six teams. Your options are yeah. Islanders, where they Tampa. currently stand, or like a Tampa, who basically was what they were, Tampa, went, Tampa. went away. Tampa would be a good fit. Tampa would be well. San Jose, it, put them yeah, over the top. Yeah, yeah, Vander Kane, he's, 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 he's gonna, gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a number one center, right? Yeah, he doesn't want to go yeah. to a team that has one and play second line minutes, and he's not gonna want to play wing. I mean, he might, but he could. He could, but put him on the PP with Thornton, fed the Thornton and Kane. Yeah, like there would be a lot of good combinations, but you know, you just you can't have. I mean, I guess you could. You could have just a, a stacked first line and play that way. And uh, and that way you get a lot of options for special teams and stuff like that. But, I mean, he's going to want first line center minutes, right? He's going to want captain credentials. Like captain status, yeah. Yeah. Which, like, he'll, you know, he'll probably get without having the C on his jersey, but I'm pretty sure he would want the C on his jersey also. Well, if he goes to Toronto, he can make that part of his demands. Oh, and they'll do it. Oh, yeah. Well, he's that's where he lives. He lives in Toronto. There he's up go. there now. Hang or in like, he's down there now. I think it would I think he would fit well in Toronto for sure. But I, you know, there's also something to be said about playing for the same team your whole career and kind of leading them somewhere that they weren't able to go before you know i think that's overrated unless you win a championship really like even because like they haven't done much since like if you spend 25 years win nothing yeah but if you spend 25 years and well yeah for sure like for no one's paying 25 years let's say 10 years (laughs) personal (laughs) goals yeah okay not winning a cup or anything but if you can um as a as someone like a, a lifer on a team and you can build up the league and build up that team and build up um, interest in that team for a large period of time. Like I would consider that okay, a success. Well, let's, let's, you're John Tavares. You were drafted by the Islanders. You stayed. You played 15 years. You retired. Let's say leading scorer all time. You're in the New York market where you have the Yankees, the Jets, the Giants, the Knicks the Rangers, then you with the others, even if you're that high up. Yeah. Does that Still. mean that much to you? No, I'm just saying like there, I'm just saying there's, there's definitely something to be said about being that guy. Cause like, it's not like he's just there playing hockey, right? He's got other stuff going on there too. Um, yeah. I got off to side like, with Corey. I think like, I like the idea of like being okay with being a hometown hero and, you know, building a community. Um, but I agree with core that I think it's the wrong community to do it in. I don't think don't shit about the Islanders. In I don't right. think the Islanders are enough of a franchise in that, in that area. Let's say like they're going to play in two arenas next year. Yeah. It's, I think, I think if you're even going to consider that mentality, I think you'd be better off in doing it in, in a place like Toronto. Um, you're even from, like a place like yeah, you'd be a hero there. Exactly. Uh, if he goes to Tampa Bay, like that's going to be, a, a super tough team to beat. All, I like I, I, I like it in Tampa. I think it'd be a good fit in Tampa, and I think Tampa that's a little bit more to afford it though. Like with they have um, a lot of they, you know, they have a, they have a lot of high. You know, I don't know what their books look like off offhand, but um, well, sure they were they work. were in the Carlson running before they got uh, was Callahan. So yeah, I think they can make it work. I think they can figure it out. Stevie Y can figure it out. Yeah, There's one true. guy can do it. He can do anything. <laughs> yeah, look what he's done there for a short <laughs> amount of time. But uh, no, I, I've, it'd be interesting just to see what happens if he does go to Toronto. Just again from being the hometown. I think that would, be, that would be a, like it's one of those things. Like it would be a huge boost to Toronto hockey, but like not like they need it. No, you know that's it's just more it scrutinized if it was wrong. A, right, it would be a huge boost to any market he goes to. Um, but it's just like Toronto is just a place that they could 
and have been for you know a bunch of years playing with nobodies and still you know filling stadiums and or at least selling out seats whether they fill them or not oh they're also they're the wait list yeah so it's not like toronto needs that boost but it would just get a you know a bigger boost from that so you Did, guys look looking to watch the fringe on uh, monday when it starts or sunday sorry i'll keep I an eye be, on it i don't know if i'll watch it i will be working so i'll be relying on you Corey, to keep me updated on everything ban it it we can do like exactly. a, a trade center uh, podcast yeah <laughs> just we eight hours that. we can do that sunday night discuss yeah Sunday, Sunday, um, Sunday. Try to get more ratings in. <laughs> what about? Did you hear the the rumor that LeBron texted Kevin Durant? I say, yeah, I saw that about an hour ago. To say, hey, why don't we try to have a go on the Lakers? What do you or think of that? Like texted LAL and it's like, oh, sorry, I meant LOL. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> so subtle. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be cool. I like. I'd be okay with it. I mean, I, I think I would, I would be more than okay with that. I don't know if Durant's going to leave basically a championship team. I think Golden State's got another couple of years in them. But I mean, don't you think he'd basically like with those two? Like, would, Dur- would Durant and LeBron be like too strong to like anyone to oppose? I guess is your exactly question. Yeah, yeah. You know, they really need. I feel like if he goes to. If he just switches, it's not like he's just going by himself to a team with nobodies and then having to go at it. You get, you get Paul George to go with them. Yeah, that'd be a pretty strong team. You know, he's got LeBron yeah. on his side. Like, I, yeah. I think that they would be pretty dominant. LeBron, I think they'd have to get rid of Lonzo though. I think Lonzo Ball would have to be out. I don't he's, think you want. I don't. Nobody wants to deal with that. No, it's too much. So you get rid of Ball, you bring he's, in LeBron. He's probably fine. It's his dad that's like. Just, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, that's yeah, the actual it, problem. Because, like, I, I don't think I've ever actually heard Ball speak ever. Like, no, it's dad always, like his, talk. It's always yeah. his dad, like, speaking uh, for him or, or he talks for, him. All, for all the boys. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And uh, it's so ridiculous. I'm like, wait, I want to hear this guy, like, talk about his game, not, not somebody his dad else. Just, like, compliment his game so yeah, he's hard. Like, wait, it's like Tyson and Don King. That's right. They're all talking, and Tyson just sat back. Took, yeah, took, sort of. <laughs> punches until he needed to win and then <laughs> knock right. people out. But I don't know. It would be interesting to see because it wasn't Clay Thompson uh, that said that he took a discount to stay there. Or no, it was Draymond, Draymond Green. Draymond Green was yeah, the Draymond one that Green did. Yeah. That was yeah. smart. That was really smart. Yeah, for him. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> now he wants to get paid. So Yeah, that probably That's results right. in him getting traded. I yeah, think. I, I feel like if they're so like, he oh, goes, you know. Draymond's gone and, and Durant leaves, and maybe it's, yeah, it could be the downward spiral that uh, may or may not happen. Yeah, I don't know. I think he'd I be. Mean, well, it's, still... it's the NBA, right? It's like, just look, like sometimes you get there and then you win, and then just everybody leaves. Like, they go to the Heat. I think Durant responds to that text to LeBron saying, instead of us going to the Lakers, how about you take a huge pay cut, come to Golden State, and we'll win three more championships? Did the Marion Hosa. Well. <laughs> Wasn't like wasn't that the original plan for everyone going to the Heat? Like, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Like, they only got two, what? They two? got two there. Two, right? Yeah. Two. They got two. They two lost and, two, and they lost two. Yeah. So, and the first year was a bust. Yeah. So, like, you know, it does it turn into that situation where it's like, no, why don't you come here and win three more? But then if they don't, I just like I the mean, if you can't beat him, join a mentality. That's the NBA for a while though. Now, yeah. like, that's what Durant did. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just gonna say. And isn't that what's been? Wait, is baseball salary cap now yet or no? No, still no. no, it's it's no. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, like I, you know, that was. It's like the Yankees just buying championships for so long until. They still are doing it. They're just not winning championships. Yeah, they're just, yeah. yeah they're Same not, with the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers do it. Red Sox do it. Um. There's a couple other teams that are like pretty high up there. They're trying, and it's uh, it's definitely much more fun when you get like a lot of good players. Well, even if you have a lot of good players on one team, but you know, there's still 
if they're not winning, it still makes them have to try a bit harder because like that's way I don't know. I, I feel like I would be way more embarrassed if I had an all-star team and didn't win because yeah. you know, I was like, ah, oh, if I have an off night, I have three other Hall of Famers here that can do whatever. Yeah. And if like all of you guys have an off season, you know, that's like that's pretty embarrassing, I would say. Yeah, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. Cause then you can't even you know, you can't even be like, well, it was just me and, you know, I had to carry the, the whole team on my back and, well, you know, and it, baseball, it, it said, you take, get, get them off the juice and they don't do nothing. A rod. Like, is it not bother anybody that he's like this big venture capitalist now that's, you know, doing all these startups on shark tank and you're like, dude, you cheated for, you cheated for a living. Yeah. <laughs> Why on earth would I ever think that you're like, your stock uh, options are, you know, on the level. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very good point. I mean, there's a lot of people who like quote unquote cheated in baseball, like during that time. Right. When, yeah. When everything was a bit like, Oh, well it's, yeah, we just let it slide for a, a while. Just all, anyone had to do is walk out with that thing to me measure your cranium and go, yep. Well, you're on steroids. Just yeah. <laughs> Mark McGuire. Who wants to see me hit some dingers? <laughs> All you have it's, to do is it's just brain tonic. <laughs> oh, Griffey. Just go back, watch uh, Rookie of the Year, watch Barry Bonds strike out. And he weighed like a buck 85. And then go see what he was when he was freaking crushing like monsters. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like Trump's 239 pounds, all muscle. Yeah, that was like, good baseball. Oh, that was a good year, though. That was a great him. year. Everyone had a good time. That was the best home run derby, though. Yeah. It was just Sosa and McGuire just <laughs> four hours out. long. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone just knocking diggers out. <laughs> they had a baseball. Prime. <laughs> what was, and that was what? There's, was it 61? No. What was the number they 65, had? 65, I think. 65. And then it was like no, 70. It, yeah, and then it was 70. And then... Like have 70. you seen have you seen Sammy Sosa now? No. He's like pink. Probably has not aged well. <laughs> Sammy Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we have our show title. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. That's what he's here for. It's marketing. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh uh, yeah, wow. He is like really light now, eh? Right? That is weird. It's like he... some Michael Jackson like shit. <laughs> yeah, but like pink. <laughs> and he likes wearing those like fedoras and like well, I mean, who does? yeah he got put and in the friend true. zone at some point <laughs> um let's just switch gears over to uh gaming a little bit the nhl 19 trailer you guys see that and the new offerings that they're doing i have not i saw i saw bits of it are you talking about the outdoor stuff yeah so or it's the it's mostly now about creation. It sounds like. So when we when we all played in the, uh, the TFT <laughs> days before we blew out our knees and retired. Um. So you had the EA Sports uh, online hockey league. So that is one part of this hub. There's another part where it's like outdoor playing, but it's like one on one on one. And through your progression like through all of post. that. I, I guess this is like uh, NHL, like poor edition or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Can't afford skates. Pretty much, you're wearing your your hoodies and your Canadian tire jerseys with everything yeah, ironed on. NHL is literally like career mode from the very very beginning. Yeah. It's like fight night. <laughs> you start in like uh, yeah. the, the bronze yeah, gym. Way up, yeah. You do they like the scrimmages in like CTC with the other like four year old kids just running around <laughs> like in the fuck. Yeah, future sends. Yeah. They should do a game where you have to like start your career and you have to play like Blades of Steel style. And then as you progress, you start getting into like the NHL 94, 95s. Fucking then... inmates on the ice just falling down, mom and dad <laughs> yeah. in the crowd just yelling shit at the ref. Yeah. My son's throw, throwing popcorn. <laughs> Your dad's just fucking clocking the guy next to him because <laughs> hack the bone. <laughs> what the bats? Hey, bat dad! I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> uh, Your team gets disqualified because the brawl. Yeah. Man, our but games the, would be so much better. 
I feel like the gameplay, it's like, it's pretty much peaked. Where... Well, that was my thing I was going to say, because again, this is based on progression through online play, through this new pawn mode, and what you're doing is through that, you're unlocking stuff for your characters, your stuff for your online league. Like, at what point should they, again, just looking at the Grand Theft Auto Five model is, when do you stop doing year-over-year -year releases and just do content through... Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, the mechanics are more or less the same. Exactly the same. The graphics don't really change. They just change the engine to make it seem like it's faster and more fluid. But just, again, like because that was the whole point with uh, Roy McElroy on PS4 was that they were going to release content over time. I think they stopped because yeah. no one bought the damn game. Hey, yeah, I still play it. Um, so, yeah, just to have NHL and then just keep adding like your jerseys of those yeah. changing keep adding just your patch your it patches, yeah and char maybe charge for the, well, the year over year updates what we were the talking roster. about uh, a couple episodes ago with uh downloadable content right mm -hmm. it's you know paying full price for the essentially the same game with like one new feature or a few different jerseys whatever the case is just add a a little dlc action be like oh yeah by the way here's a new mode yeah. that you can play if you want it, pay the the ten or twenty dollars or whatever. And if you don't want it, you still you know you still get to play the same game essentially, which is what you're doing anyway. Because I know you and I know that it comes out in September. I think it's the fourteenth of the Cronus, and by Boxing Day, that thing is on half price. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's every year. Like I don't get again the whole point of here we are. You buy a game September by the next September, you get the exact same thing, different guy on the cover. And yeah, there's one in this case. There's pond mode or whatever it's called. Yeah, Poverty but it's just mode. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you know, your parents can't afford the uh, tournament fee, and you're benched. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Press X to sorry, stay guys. at home. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys, can't go to Niagara. Uh, that's it. Back to work. <laughs> you have selected hitchhiking. <laughs> beep boop beep. You no longer love your parents. <laughs> proceed, proceed to your bedroom. <laughs> All right, so that's that's more or less what I got for in the news. In the news. So you said you had something small, techie related. You wanted yeah, to like not not techie, full on techie, but uh, Instagram <laughs> kind of uh, released their new platform, uh, Instagram TV or IGTV. And, you know, it's the way they're kind of marketing it, I guess, or, or trying to talk it up is as a somewhat of a YouTube uh, competitor. So right now in your Instagram uh, posts, I think you can do like 30 seconds of video of like square or cropped video. Um, if you go into your stories, I think you can get up to a minute before you know it starts a new kind of uh video and then for this one so for instagram tv it's vertical only because they're kind of uh well they're mobile only anyway and while computer screens and tvs and everything else is in landscape almost everyone looks at their phone in vertical in uh, portrait so they're just sticking with that yeah and you can yeah, and you can record up to ten minutes at a time now. So if you have a, you know, a longer story to tell or something like that, and then certain content creators, you know, I think you have to have some number of millions of followers. Yeah, you get, um, like VIP status get, or whatever. Yeah, so then you can get uh, you can record up to an hour's worth of. That's where content. we need to be, boys. So, yeah. So uh, you know, I've. I've uh, I downloaded it as soon as it was available, and going through it, I've kind of just been like, everyone that's using it right now is basically just using it to post their whatever their Instagram stories would have been in the first place, and you know they're just kind of monologuing, it's whatever, and like I, it's already gotten so kind of uh, bloated with stuff that I don't want to see. I wish that it was a kind of a different platform so that, you know, not all of my Instagram, not all the people I follow on Instagram automatically go into that. I, I wish I could pick and choose 
which ones. Yeah, that I, might be worthwhile. You know, that would be cool because like, you know, they, they've already signed on a bunch of people, like a bunch of the, the high content guys to do some stuff. Like someone's doing a, a cooking show on there and it's like, you know, her and then she's going to get different celebrity creators that come in and they're just going to be like, all right, let's pick something and we'll cook it and, you know, taste test and whoever does it better wins or whatever the case is. I think that makes sense to me, like an actual kind of show, like a, a television show, yeah, like an episode. Yeah. An episode kind. of yeah. something. Um, not just um, here's uh, here's what I would have put on my Instagram video or Instagram stories just longer and i feel like that's what it is right now and it's really hard to weed out you know it i don't know i guess i'm mostly saying like i i'd rather watch my friends stuff on instagram stories and watch like almost exclusively you know the the verified the vips the the content creators on instagram a different TV. thing yeah yeah but uh, I don't know, like some of it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I I think it, it would be cool to get on that. But uh, I think that it's also going to be really hard to get noticed if you if you're already like if you're already on Instagram and you don't have the followers, I don't think you're going to gain them by doing you know, this. You're not, you're not, yeah, you're not going to be big on Instagram TV. No. But uh, it seems pretty cool. I'm going to keep playing around with it. And uh you know, like we're going to just put in, you know, we're going to put on the first uh, first few minutes or first whatever, 10 minutes ish of our show and then just leave a link to watch the rest of it. That's smart. And then yeah, go from so there. Like, yeah, like Until we get our fine. long status and then we'll, yeah. <laughs> then we'll, yeah, then we'll be like, screw this yeah. YouTube live stuff. We're just going to go on Instagram TV. Um, and we'll be able to because they have like video chat and stuff so we can. We can do that. Just do it there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's also, uh, I was watching some stuff. I can't remember who it was, but what they did was they, so because it films only in portrait or it only displays in portrait, uh, I forget who it was, but they basically took their landscape YouTube video and made it, like, like reformatted it yeah, so that reformatted it's like it this, and then just like blank stuff on the top and bottom so now i'm watching a landscape video take up you know a third of my screen just so that they're on instagram video and or instagram television and i Seems was like excessive. this is yeah i was like this is ridiculous this is not yeah. what it's for uh, but uh i don't know it, it could be it could be really cool like it's way better than anything that snapchat snapchat is doing with their like discover their stories, all that kind of stuff. It's better than that. It's better than whatever Facebook's doing with their stories and their live TV and and all that stuff. Um, and because there's so many people just doing stuff on mobile now, it like it could get really good. Uh, I think it's the direction if, where we're heading, right? If, yeah. If their if their content gets easier to find, then it could be good. Because right now it's like people you follow, popular. And then, uh, and then search for whatever. The one thing I do like about it, though, a lot is what, like, it is kind of like watching TV, where while you're watching, you know, while I'm watching Corey's Instagram TV, uh, I don't recommend watching that <laughs> video. I can scroll through other people's stuff while it's still playing, and then decide to, you know, change the channel. Yeah. Um, Almost like like a so it's like it's it's pretty cool that way because you know you can't really do that for Instagram stories or Snapchat or Facebook or wherever else you can't not even on YouTube uh, it's not like you can while you're watching I guess while you're watching you can scroll through and look for something else um, but this is it's like almost instantaneous where you just you click on the uh, the next one and the video just starts playing right away and then you go back and uh the video starts playing from where you left off. So that's that's one really cool thing. I'm excited to see where it goes. I just think that right now it is it's already become too bloated with like non people already abusing it in the wrong yeah. ways. Exactly. I feel Corey as though that, that thing is geared towards reaction videos. 
Yeah, what sort of is. Just people grabbing their phones, recording that they just watched the show and the show changed their life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Big Brother's on. I hate reaction videos. There's some folk, people I follow on Twitter that's like, here, check out my reaction to Westworld Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, where's the mute button? It's just who cares what you thought of an episode you just watched? (laughs) Who the hell cares? Maybe we've gone too far with the whole, you know, social media being in charge of your own soapbox kind of thing. Like I, I, as we say, I know we say that as we do our own podcast that you know has single digit viewers, but you know, (laughs) hey, I think I think there's I think there's dozens. I, there are dozens There's at of least us. three or four of us of ours that are like making sure it posted correctly. And then, oh no, I missed I misspelled this title. I'm gonna go back and fix it. Oh, there's another view. I just I just think what Corey's getting to is like like for example like reaction videos. Like, does anybody really actually show interest in that? Like, does anybody? Oh, our really heads are up our asses now. It's ridiculous. It has gone really really bad. I think that's the point I'm trying to get at. It's like, just, not yeah, everyone needs to have an opinion on everything. No. Yeah. And it's getting harder. And that and harder opinion to find. does not need to be out for everyone to find. You know, it's cool to have your own kind of free speech and like kind of have your voice heard. I totally get that. But I think there is an extent to which, you know, other people are expected to care about that. Okay, let's put this way. We all have Facebook accounts. For now. Right? Yeah. For now, yes. Like everybody. Um, yeah. Now, let's rewind the clock back. Let's say 13 years ago, 2005 the bulk of what you saw on Facebook was somebody saying that they're going out here, they're doing this, they're doing that. Now you go on there and if you, someone has a kid, it's nothing yeah. but photos of their kids. And it's like, we're talking like 200 photos at a time. Um, there's somebody sharing some political opinion with no comment other than this person said this, who retweeted this or has that. And it's an image of, um, or again, it's someone putting just, oh my God, I was at this place. This person said this, I had said this. And again, it's, yeah, again, as Ryan said, a soapbox, but like at what point is it, again, it's too much. I think the, the point is now. The, the one thing that I, I do, like, it's a lot easier and a lot more uh, convenient, I guess, to, to write that on Facebook or hit the share button on Facebook um it's fast yeah and and like that is a it's like a one-click situation same with twitter you know you just hit retweet and maybe add one line of of uh like your own commentary oh my god this is crazy yeah but uh it there is a a larger kind of barrier of entry if you have to record if you have to sit there and record yourself saying something so that's one thing but i also i mean at the same time the people who are going to do that are like they're gonna do it anyway. Well, here I'll put this out to you. Um, I was talking to a, a guy at work who was saying that um, there was an incident where um, he was at an event where um, somebody had a heart attack and they tried to clear the row out so they can have PMTs come out where he was at. And you're asking people to move, and what's someone doing is they're turning around with their phone to take a picture of themselves with the person getting yeah, a yeah. defibrillator on him, and that's the world we're in now. That's awful. Like that's and what like, we do. You and go, like, you, the thing is, it's not only one person. Somewhere and ask someone to hold your phone while you take a picture, but then ninety-nine percent of the photos you took of a trip you went on was what you were there to see. Now yeah. you don't care what the pictures of you, as long as you're in it and you're in focus. My favorite is the one of uh, kids and stuff at uh, like hockey games, like sport events, and they're actually watching the game through um, their phone. Yeah. And I, went to, the I remember telling one kid, being like, kid, you realize, it's, like, put the phone down. Like, you're literally right at it. There. Yeah. No, you got to record it so you can watch it again later. Yeah. And say, I was there. No, what you got to do is snap it so that people see it right now, but then forget about it in a yeah. day. Exactly. Hence, Instagram story. Easy. Yeah. There exactly. was a, Don't uh, say that shit. There was an image I saw. I think I, I'm not sure it was during the royal wedding or if it was someone just shared it around that time i'm not gonna lie i uh, thought you were gonna say royal rumble there <laughs> no that's different that's, um that's monday nights <laughs> um and it was it was a, a picture from this uh guardrail there's a little lady 
surrounded by like you know millennials and stuff with their phones out snapping a picture and she's just sitting there watching that, w- that wasn't from the road that was uh yeah that's why i think it was more it was just shared around that time but yeah, like, it was, I think it was like, yeah it was a generic picture but then they're like pretty much what's happening at the royal wedding um yeah or, exactly. at, or at any concert ever or at any event sort of event yeah. ever and like i'm i'm super guilty of that like i i like to take pictures of a lot of things to remember uh like where i've been and what i saw and stuff like Corey said most of them i'm not in them you know i'm still in the like i want to take a picture of what i saw to remember it um it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be me there like i it's you know i'm not taking these pictures to post anywhere i'm taking them Mm -hmm. for my own memories and stuff um so like i that kind of stuff like yeah i I take pictures of concerts too and i take videos of concerts but i'm not watching the concert through my phone i usually have the phone somewhere but i'm still like i'm watching but it's so that i can remember that moment Um, yeah but how many times have you looked at it three and a half years later and been like hey man want to watch these fireworks i saw canada (laughs) 2015 not that often except for when Google or Time Hop or you know another one of those apps is like, hey, remember when you were yeah, at this concert? Like, the, like, like three years that, ago. Yeah, like that that, that happened to me a while ago because uh, you know I was in Boston for the Coldplay concert a few years ago, and you know that's I wanted to story. remember a Coldplay concert. Yeah, that's another story. I love Coldplay, um, but you know that was a it was great to have a oh hey Last remember these of this from, show. remember from uh, from this many years ago, and I was like oh yeah I like. I had forgotten about, not forgotten about it, but I was like, I took a lot of pictures uh, on that trip in Boston and it was nice to kind of have that memory come back. And most of them weren't of me. It was of like things we saw. You know, it's a fun story. I went to Boston. I remember that trip. I have no pictures. Do you, you know remember what's funny? Every I went trip to Boston. On, I remember every trip I've been on and bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit on it. I, I went on maybe I've probably been on five trips in my life. <laughs> so I I went to Boston. Don't remember the trip. Tons of pictures. See, we're opposite ends of the spectrum here. Uh, two different breeds. Ryan, what you got? Argentina is still surviving, right? Yeah, I'll make <laughs> this quick. Uh, Argentina made it. They Thank made it. the Lord. Um, you know, it's good to know that you know I come from a heritage of winners. I want to see your ancestry.com profile and find out where this Argentine. Uh, uh, it was <laughs> it was destroyed in the fire. I don't like talking about it. <laughs> the great the great fire of whenever Argentina and you connected. <laughs> and uh, Germany lost to Korea, which wow, I think nobody yeah. saw. Germania is out. Yeah, so the Koreans are loving that right now, even if they don't carry on. But yeah, I'll leave My- it at that. My my favorite meme I've seen so far about that is uh, you know the episode of The Simpsons where Bart starts working at the strip joint. Yes. Yeah. And Abe Love walks in. So it's like it's it's that except sitting where Bart is is like the World Cup trophy. Yeah. And then Abe walking Germany. in, he's in <laughs> like walks in, puts his hat, <laughs> walks out, I just, and grabs his hat. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, I was, so I good. was dying at that. It was so good. <laughs> And it was the last three champs have been knocked out before the round of 16, I think they said. Uh, last three champs would be Spain, uh, sorry, Germany, Spain, and Italy in that order. Did that actually? I thought I thought this was like a... And it's Germany's... Much, much bigger than normal surprise. Yeah, ger- ger- Germany going out is pretty huge. Yeah, I think that right. was what, 80s or something was last time they didn't make it. 1990 was the last 1990. time they group stage 80s 90s same difference yeah it's all the same <laughs> well the 80s so. happened in canada in the 90s so yeah exactly yeah so but argentina's still in with germany out who can stop them iceland i don't think so <laughs> yeah they wish <laughs> they wish okay wait i have, I have a, a something i read about the world cup today japan made it in was it japan Something made it in. Yeah, um, I think so. The the new, I guess, tiebreaker at one point when it gets down to like five or six level of ties later is it's called like fair play or sportsmanship or something. Spirit points, basically. Yeah, and it <laughs> is the city of Ottawa League. Whoever had the most fun. No, and it was basically <laughs> whoever got the least amount of penalties. 
or like least amount of yellow cards. Uh, so, I don't necessarily hate that. I think so, that's actually pretty good. So yeah, it's a, it's a new thing that they, I guess, like finally got to try this year because it's really never happened before. But whoever it was, you know, they had the same record. They had the same goal, same goal for goals, goals yeah. against. They when they played each other, they tied, um, and just like you know, five or six levels of things to Ties. decide. You know, and then finally they're like, "All right, we got to use this one." And it was—I can't remember if it was least number of penalties or just least number of yellow cards. Um, but that's how they advanced. The other thing is, they found out with like half of their game left, pretty much, they were losing, and they were like, "Well, we're already in because as long as the other team doesn't score another goal, because then we would have one right. more goal against." Um, so then the last like. 10 or 20 minutes of the game or whatever they just like hung back and the other team had already won the game so they didn't really try and attack and uh fans were booing every you know everyone was mad about about it um but like yeah on on the one side i'm like that's a great way to incentivize people to like not take those penalties and stuff because it might be a deciding factor in In those in those yeah in in those games but then the downside is if you know that you're going through and you don't really try, like that sucks too. Yeah. But I guess that's, I mean, it comes. The world cup was never really known for like maintaining its entertainment value. Yeah. That, know what true. I mean? Like they really don't care about that. They're more about, yeah. you know, the quote unquote integrity of the sport or whatever, yeah. like making sure that like, even that, even the coach and the players were saying like, yeah, you know, we we just wanted to advance. We wanted because anything can happen after. Like if yeah, that's if, a that's a logical and approach you know, to it. They're like, we just wanted to advance. Sorry, fans. Sorry, viewers. Sorry, whatever. But we're into the next round. Yeah, let's put and, it this way: they'd be a lot more upset if they weren't moving on. The yeah. fans would be doing a lot more. So just let them do exactly. what they want to do. And yeah. But I thought it was, for it I thought it was a good uh, it was a good way to yeah. I'm okay to, with that. I don't have a problem with that. Like not as like the first or second thing, but when you get down six or seven levels, I think that's a good, a good way to yeah it, figure it out. It's, that a, it's a shitty way to lose, but it's a good way to win. Yeah, well, don't take so many penalties. Yeah, it's not that exactly. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Core, you're up. Bring us home. <laughs> oh, geez. The uh, the drama. <laughs> uh. Not much of a story, but I thought it was just the title alone that was uh, funny. Uh, this one's out of uh, Manchester, England. So it's the BBC News. Manchester, uh, <laughs> They're not united much longer. Um, so it says, finance boss stole 370,000 uh, pounds from his firm and bought kittens. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like. That amount worth of kittens, or just stole that money? And he stole that money, it? and then he used a good portion of it. Uh, so, a building firm's finance boss siphoned off nearly three hundred seventy thousand pounds and the company cash to fund a lavish lifestyle that included buying pedigree kittens. A court heard Matthew Faramond admitted to twelve counts of fraud by pretending to pay the cash to charities, and also one offense of money laundering. Uh, the forty-one-year-old of Buckshaw Village was jailed for four years uh, at a Bolton Crown court hearing. Police said he had been the biggest threat to the firm's finances. They said uh, Fairmont and his partner had lived way above their means and had been able to put down £150,000 deposit on a house with the stolen money. Um, Greater Manchester Police said Fairmont, who was a finance manager at a company in West Houghton, created false invoices to cover the payments into his own account. His crimes were uncovered when two check stubs were found showing unpaid, uh, sorry, unplanned large oh, payments. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard about this. I didn't hear yeah. the kitten part, though. <laughs> Further investigation revealed that the cash had actually been paid into Fairmont's, uh, Fairmont's bank account. Uh, Fairmont's role was to safeguard the finance interests of the company he worked for, but he was the biggest threat to their hard-earned funds that he would deceitfully take money from the company he'd worked for is one thing, but he should be ashamed of the fact that he hid his fraud by pretending to pay charities. Yeah, but you bought a bunch of kittens. I mean, what? doesn't it right? offset it? When he went to jail, though, what happened to the kittens? 
Well, I guess his partner, if it's his like living partner, kept the kittens. Well, then that's fine. But the only disappointing thing is, I thought I read what they were, but it doesn't say in this one what the kittens were like. What, what kind of kittens? They're tabbies, and that was a waste of money. Siamese hairless kittens. <laughs> oh, I think he was just a frosting a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. All right. So I usually uh, like to hear the ones about you know people dying, uh, violence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm a horrible person, but the ones where like the dogs get eaten and you know the, the hot dogs <laughs> to the face, like I think those are so much better. <laughs> I had one about a badger that was buried a full cow, but I I lost the link. That's okay. We'll save that one for next time. We'll save I gotta find it again. <laughs> uh, we'll do a teaser for next. All week. right. So follow us socially: Facebook.com/slash Open Open Collar Podcast. Also go there for more information about how you can save thirty percent off at EightiesTees.com. Our sponsor of this episode in the next few episodes. Shell Sheth, Ryan Karkner. This is Corey Bullis. Keep it casual. <laughs>